Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the St. Louis All Local Podcast. Here are today's stories from the KMOX Newsroom. Residents living along Deer Creek have been complaining about a flood of crumbled styrofoam that got into the stormwater creek when work crews demolished a temporary bridge above the creek for the Brentwood Bound Project. Webster Grove's resident Jennifer Lohman tells KMOX she's learned how loose the laws are protecting the creek from pollution or flooding issues. People really need to know that there isn't a lot of oversight with respect to the creek. And that is a problem not only because of the contamination, but because of the flash flooding issue. Work crews cleaned up the styrofoam with fish nets, but some washed downstream in recent rains. KMOX reached out to the mayor of Brentwood for comment. We're awaiting a call back. A state representative has proposed a plan to help St. Charles finance cleanup of its water wells. Representative Phil Cristofanelli has proposed a $10 million loan program designed to address water contamination and infrastructure in St. Charles. Last month, the city hired law firms to sue Ameren, Missouri, over contamination of the drinking water supply. St. Charles has been forced to shut down six of its seven wells. The line item scheduled for a vote in the Missouri House Budget Committee later this week. Leaders of one central Missouri county near the Lake of the Ozarks are pushing back on what they see as unconstitutional involvement by the USATF. Camden County Presiding Commissioner Ike Skelton says he won't respond to requests from the Bureau to provide information to process prospective gun dealers' federal license applications. Anything that we can do in Camden County to assist individuals from being able to engage in firearms commerce without the hassle of the uh, uh, ATF, we're going to do that. Skelton tells KMOX that the ATF can process the license application without the county's help. Neighbors are remembering an Afton man who died of smoke inhalation from a house fire. It happened Monday night in the 8300 block of Laclede Station Road. Neighbor Frank Renna says the victim, Ron Utrecht, was a good man. He was very polite and cordial, and uh, he pretty much got along with everybody. Cut people's grass, uh, sometimes even without cost. Another neighbor says the victim had been living with his elderly father taking care of him. The father was not home at the time of the fire. It's believed it started in the kitchen while the victim was upstairs. Democrats have chosen the Midwest and Chicago for their party's 2024 national convention. Organizers from Chicago, Atlanta, and New York spent months lobbying to be the site of the convention, but the final decision lay with President Joe Biden, who's expected to formally launch his re-election campaign in coming weeks. The Democratic National Committee said its convention will be held August 19th through the 22nd. Chicago is solidly Democratic, as is Illinois. The move could be seen as a counter to Republicans who are holding holding their 2024 convention in nearby Milwaukee, located in another swing Midwestern state, Wisconsin. From the KMOX Business Desk. So the tax laws that were in force in the COVID years, uh, they're gone. That's Desmond Leong, director of the Metro St. Louis Community Tax Coalition. He says people filing taxes for 2022 are surprised by smaller refunds. That's because the tax laws reverted to pre-pandemic laws. Leong recommends filing digitally and not on paper. The IRS is still behind when it comes to processing uh, the paper returns. I was doing some spring cleaning in the basement recently and came across our solar eclipse glasses from 2017. And now I see that we are 
a year away from the next total solar eclipse here in the United States. So I wanted to talk about it and see what we're actually going to be able to see here in the Midwest. Eric Gustafson, senior educator at the McDonald Planetarium, joining us now. Thank you for being with us. Thanks for having us. So when we look at this, it might not be exactly like what we saw in 2017, because I understand we're probably not going to be in the path of totality. Yeah, here in St. Louis, we'll be a little bit outside of it. Uh, Instead of seeing totality, we'll see uh, roughly 99.1% of the sun eclipsed. Uh, It'll certainly still be a spectacular sight. You'll get a little bit of the darkening you might remember from 2017. Uh, But what you won't be able to see will be uh, that beautiful kind of crown of white light that surrounded the sun and moon. That's called the solar corona, uh, and that's part of the sun's outer atmosphere. Now, if folks miss it, it sounds like they will have to wait quite a while to see the next one. Yeah, the next total solar eclipse that cuts across the United States, if I remember correctly, is the year 2045. So we've got a little time to wait for that. And if you're holding your breath for the next one in St. Louis, it is 2505. What do you think it is about these events that are so exciting to people? Because I still remember as a child um, seeing a a solar eclipse and being so excited about it. Sure. It's one of those things that even though at least two solar eclipses happen every year, certainly not always visible where you live, And certainly for centuries, we've understood what they are. We've been able to predict them. Uh, There's still things that many people haven't seen in their life. So when you get a chance to see it, it is uh, maybe you could say otherworldly. It's a very different experience than what we're used to. So when it comes to getting a good vantage point on that day a year from now, and I'm sure a lot of classes, uh, you know, kindergarten classes on up will be trying to find just the best spot. What are some good spots when you're trying to see a solar eclipse? Um, You just have to be somewhere where the sun would be visible. Of course, that statement might make some scratch their heads. As we always teach people, you should never look at the sun Uh, There, of course, are safe ways. You alluded to that with the glasses you you mentioned earlier. Uh, But as long as the sun is up, find a nice place without clouds, and uh, you should be good to go. Now, in terms of totality, if you want to stay in Missouri, a couple of towns that would be pretty good to go to would be Cape Girardeau or Poplar Bluff. Uh, Both those cities are fairly centrally located in that pathway, and you'll see a little over four minutes of totality there. As we get closer, you know, you mentioned those towns. I recall my husband driving to a parking lot in a town close to us to get the absolute best vantage point that he could in 2017. So as we get closer, will we kind of know some of those spots even more, you know, where we can get a really good view? Oh, yeah. The pathway is already well known. Um, You know, for 2017, we had been talking about it here at the Planetarium for many years prior to that. One of the things that we figured out long before, originally we thought the building might have been in the path, uh, but the planetarium building was about 1,000 feet out of the path of totality. So we're well aware of where you already have to travel. So the, really all you have to do is find a map and find the, the cities that are in the pathway and then make your choice soon before all the uh, either hotels or campsites are booked up. Now, if you want to be in the path of totality, which states do you have to go to for this? Um, This path is going to basically run from uh, Texas up to Maine. 
Um, so anywhere large part of Texas, uh, clips southeastern Missouri and southern Illinois again. Uh, it'll be in Indiana, uh, and then on up towards the northeast uh, part of the, the country. So if you just pick uh, pretty much any state that's going to be in that narrow pathway, uh, you should be good to go. So if you have family in another one of those cities or if you like to travel, uh, it's an easy solution for it. All right. Well, Eric, I guess we'll mark our calendars for April 8th of 2024. Sounds good. And as a lead up, there is one this year we can see in St. Louis as well, just for kind of a nice dry run. There is an annular eclipse this year. It's on October 14th. Uh, here in St. Louis, we'll still only see partial, but it'll be a good way to kind of get practice in uh, before the total eclipse. All right, Eric, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. That's Eric Gustafson, Senior Educator at the McDonald Planetarium, joining us on Total Information PM. St. Louis All Local is produced by the KMOX News Team. Subscribe to the All Local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.